0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 5, verses 33 through 39, and much like yesterday's text, we're going to see that Luke uniquely includes a detail that is not included in Matthew or Mark. We did do a devotion on the parallel to this text. It's from Matthew chapter 9, verses 14 through 17, and you can hear that devotion in episode 493. What I'm going to talk about here in Luke's text is mostly different from that, so if you want to get the advanced level coverage on this interaction between Jesus and the Pharisees, check out that devotion as well as this one. So here come the Pharisees and scribes again at Jesus. We'll start in verse 33. And they said to him, The disciples of John fast often and offer prayers, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink. And Jesus said to them, Can you make wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. Jesus is referring to himself and how his disciples should act while he is there physically with them and how they will act after he's gone. Verse 36, he also told them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new garment and puts it on an old garment. If he does, he will tear the new and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wine skins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh wine skins. And no one, after drinking old wine, desires new. For he says, the old is good. So I go into this in more detail in episode 493, the devotion from Matthew 9, but Jesus tells two parables about new and old with reference to patching cloth and with reference to storing wine. His point with these parables is to illustrate the new and old covenants. During the old covenant, which is largely covered in the Old Testament, the Jewish people related to God in a certain way. This is the way that the Pharisees and the scribes were familiar with. It's the way that they liked. They become accustomed to it with its traditions and laws. The essence of the old covenant was that they had to obey God and when they failed to obey God they had to go through all these rituals sacrifices, day of atonement etc. etc. to compensate for the fact that they could not perfectly obey God because they were sinful. The new covenant still accounts for the sinfulness of humanity, the inability for us to fully obey God but it offers a totally different solution. That is that Jesus Christ will come and live a perfect life that we can't live. He'll die a sinless death, buried the burden of sin, paying the penalty for sin, that we can't die. Then he'll rise again, defeating sin, death, the power of the devil. So anybody who puts their faith and trust in him will receive his righteousness freely, will receive the payment for their sin freely because of what he did. The Pharisees and scribes are upset because Jesus' disciples aren't following the same ritualistic rules that they're accustomed to from the old covenant. And Jesus is saying there's a new way of doing things. They don't need to fast according to the traditions that you guys live by because the whole system is about to change. The part of this text that is not included in Matthew or Mark's parallel is the very last verse. Jesus says, and no one drinking old wine desires new, for he says the old is good. So after explaining with parables why his disciples don't have to fast the way that the old covenant tradition suggests, Jesus acknowledges that it will be very difficult for people to change their minds about this because people who've tasted the old wine don't want any part of the new wine. In other words, people who who've been part of the Old Covenant are going to resist the New Covenant. It's kind of like Jesus is wrapping this up by saying, and I know guys, you can't teach old dogs new tricks. This doesn't just describe or predict that most of the Old Covenant Jews are going to reject Jesus and not ever come along with him as the New Covenant unfolds, but it also exposes human nature. Way back in Numbers chapter 21, there's a story about how God told Moses to craft a bronze serpent, put it on a stick, so that disobedient Jews who were being killed by vipers who would look at that bronze serpent could be miraculously saved. Later on in Kings, we find a righteous king Hezekiah having to destroy the bronze serpent because the people have taken this instrument of salvation that God gave them and they've turned it into an idol to worship. It's in human nature to take the means through which God helps us know him and worship him and over a period of time begin to worship those means rather than God himself. That's what the Pharisees and scribes have done. They benefited from the old wine metaphorically speaking, the old covenant. And now that the God of that covenant is bringing a new covenant, they're not interested in what the God of the new covenant is doing. Rather, they're still focused on and worshiping the old covenant. This notion could also be applied to people in present times who are intrigued by the message of Jesus, maybe attracted by it, maybe even drawn in by it. You might even find them hanging around a church or a ministry, opening a Bible from time to time, suggesting in their social media profile that they're a Christian. But when it comes to actually repenting, which is what we talked about in yesterday's devotion, and surrendering to Christ as Lord, as ruler of their lives, and submitting to the authority of God's word, nah, they prefer the old wine. The life that they're familiar with. The life that they know. The life that they're ultimately, in their own minds, in control of. They have no desire for the new wine. Now, the good news is that God is more powerful than even our most entrenched human tendencies. If you have faith in Jesus Christ today, you who have experienced him breaking you out of that entrenchment, giving you a desire for new wine despite your yearning to go back to the old wine. Maybe you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but God is powerful enough to take an old man, change his desires, turn him to faith in Christ, and make him new. If this has happened to you as it has to me, let's praise God for that. And then let's ask him to use us in the lives of others for whom that hasn't happened yet so that they can be made new as well. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The
0: Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader, God designed three social institutions to shape our lives lives